Well, we're going to have a look uh, today at uh, this passage uh, in Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount. And the title of the talk uh, that I've given today is Don't Be a Hypocrite. And, and I think the church and, and Christians have a bit of a credibility crisis at the moment. Uh, people can label the church as being hypocritical, and it's not hard to find evidence. Uh, there's all kinds of things, of course, that have come up in the media, whether it's the corruption that you see in high levels of the church, whether it's bullying and spiritual abuse of pastors, uh, whether it's things that came out in the Royal Commission with institutional child abuse and all sorts of things. People look at the church that's supposed to be on about righteousness and they say, what a pack of hypocrites. And it's a fair call. Uh, it's an appropriate label to take people who say one thing and do another thing and say that they're a hypocrite because that's at the very heart of what it is to be hypocritical. If we say one thing and we do another thing, if we say, do as I say, but don't look at what I do, that's hypocrisy. And it's one of the incredibly difficult barriers that we have when we try and encourage our friends, our neighbours, our families, the people that we would love to see take Jesus seriously. They just look at the evidence for hypocrisy. And uh, Jesus has something to say about this, and we're going to be looking at it today. I hope you can still hear me over the rain, okay? If you're not, yep, you can, that's all good. Um, I think we've got another problem that goes with this, and this is not so much a problem out there, but it's a problem of our hearts. Uh, maybe you have felt yourself that you'd like to get the recognition that you deserve for things that you've done. Have you ever felt like that? You'd, you'd like to be appreciated, you'd like people to say thank you, you'd like somebody to acknowledge what you've done, because none of us want to be invisible. We, we want to be seen, we, we want to be recognised. And see, here's the catch. If we've got this inbuilt desire to be recognised, not to be invisible, but to be appreciated for what we do and how we do it, then we are at great risk of falling into hypocrisy. And Jesus identifies this. That is heavy. <laughs> that is really heavy. I'm sorry if you're not here to see this in person, but we're getting quite a shower this year. It's, uh, well, let's pray as we look at, um, at Matthew chapter 5 together. Now, I want you just to shut this book as well, because it might just reduce the volume a little bit for me anyway. Thank you. You know what's going to happen, don't you, as soon as he shuts the door? Hey, it's got praying. Not quite. Thank you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that as we look at this part of your word, that you'll Help us to honestly search our hearts and that you'll give us encouragement to be the people that you've called us to be. Amen. Well, this is a passage that couldn't be more apt today because in the passage, Jesus tells us not to wear masks. Did you know that? He's actually telling us here not to wear masks. The kind of mask that you might see on the front of your handouts. Uh, this is a picture of uh, theatrical masks. Uh, if you know anything about Greek theatre uh, from 2,000 years ago, 
Uh, you didn't get people dressing up so much uh, in costumes and makeup. You got people holding a mask in front of their face. It was a mask that would reveal the character that they were playing. And what Jesus is talking about here is a kind of righteousness that at the end of the day is nothing more than a theatrical performance. Um, I've coloured in part of your text, and so if you want to open your handouts, uh, you can see the passage that we're going to be looking at with a few coloured words. Uh, if you haven't got one, there, there are some at the back door there, just feel free to get up and grab one. Because we see in this passage three examples of what we might call theatrical righteousness. Look at verse 1. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. And if you follow the blue colours down into verse 2, it says, So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honoured by others. And then down a little further, down in verse 5, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners, to be seen by others. And then finally, down in verse 16, When you fast, do not look sombre as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others that they are fasting. I want you to see the direction of what's going on there with all those references in blue. What they're doing in their acts of righteousness, in their giving to the needy, in their prayers and in their fasting, is wanting to be seen by others. It's putting on a show in front of others. It's what we might call acting in front of others. And if you want to see the acting idea even more strongly, Jesus calls them hypocrites. Look at there, verse 2, when you give to the needy, don't announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do. And verse 5, do not be like the hypocrites. And verse 16, do not look sombre as the hypocrites do. The word hypocrite there is not an English word. It's actually what you'd call a transliteration of the Greek. It's taken the Greek letters, it's swapped them with English letters, and you go from Hippocrates to hypocrite. It's not so much a translation, it's a transliteration, taking the letters and replacing them. And if you go back and you work out what does the translation mean, it means this, an actor who puts on a mask. You see, what Jesus is saying when he says, don't be hypocrites in your prayers, in your giving, in your fasting, don't show acts of righteousness for hypocrisy. He's saying, don't put on a show in front of other people. Don't put on a performance. Don't pretend to be somebody that you're not. Don't act out your righteousness. Don't be a hypocrite. No, Jesus says, People are going about their acts of righteousness not so as to be seen by God, but so as to be seen by the people they're wanting to impress. See, here's the struggle. We, we want to be impressive. We want to be appreciated. We want to be recognised. We don't want to be invisible. And the temptation for us is to do things so as to be seen by others. And here are three core elements of practising acts of righteousness Three things that were important for the Jewish people, their prayer, their fasting, their giving to the needy. And Jesus is saying, you can be putting on a performance. Don't do it, he says. You see theatrical righteousness. 
you see that Jesus is saying these people are actors and their motivation is that they might be seen by others. And notice their reward. They're in the brown. They have received their reward in full. In verse uh, 2, down again in verse 5, they've received their reward in full. And again in verse 16, truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. So it, it's pretty simple what Jesus is doing, isn't it? He's saying, here they are doing various things. Uh, they're putting on a show to other people. And in so doing, it is a show, it's a mask that they're wearing, and they get the reward that they're seeking for. We want attention, we, we don't want to be invisible, we want to be appreciated, we want to be treated in high esteem, we want people to see how good we are, and Jesus says, okay, you do it in front of other people, you'll get your reward, you'll get what you've asked for. But he says, instead, there is another way Listen to this, verse 2, when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honoured by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. And then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. See, there's a strategy that Jesus has here. And that is, do it so that other people can't see it. That takes away the temptation to be doing it for the sake of those people. It's not about being visible. It's not about putting on a show. It's not about being seen to be somebody. It's not so that you can feel good about yourself. No, when you do it in secret, there's only one possible person you can see. And that's God. And it says, then your father who sees what he's done in secret will reward you. Or when you pray, when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen, and then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And again, when it comes to fasting, and then your Father who is unseen, you see what he's done in secret, and he will reward you. You see, secrecy is what safeguards sincerity. By, by doing acts of righteousness, doing good things. If you do it for the sake of other people seeing it, you compromise the good. It no longer becomes a good thing, it becomes a selfish thing. And your reward is to be rewarded by others for your selfishness. But if you do things secretly and you are only concerned about an audience of one, and that is God your Father, then he sees what you do in secret and will reward you. Now, it's an extraordinary thing that Jesus is doing, and I think it's in keeping with what he said back at the end of chapter 5. He said, be perfect, therefore, as your Father is perfect. He goes back even further into chapter 5 and verse 20, when he said, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the teachers of the law and the Pharisees, you certainly won't enter the kingdom of heaven. He's saying, no, it's not about putting on a show. It's not about being like these people who love to be seen. It's rather a righteousness that comes from the heart and it's focused towards God and it's done not for personal gain but it's done for the sake of God and that works itself out into the lives of others. You see, what Jesus is talking about here, I take it, are three examples 
of not being hypocritical. And I don't think these are the only examples that he could have used, but they're three core examples. And I think we can be pretty, pretty clear that they, they kind of all go together. That's one of the reasons why I highlighted these words and phrases and coloured them in for you, because there's repetition. They're doing exactly the same thing for exactly the same motives, but in different areas. See, when it comes to giving to the needy, that, that is, they're, they're wanting to be seen to be giving. They announce it with trumpets. An extraordinary thing to do. Nathan's about to give to the church. Everyone have a look. Look what he's giving. What a great giver he is. And Nathan receives his reward. Sorry, Nathan. It's one of the reasons, friends. Here's a little aside. It's one of the reasons why we don't pass the plate around. But we encourage people to give privately. According to your own uh, ability, as you think that through prayerfully, to contribute to the ministry of the gospel and the needs of other people, not so as to put on a show. I mean, it's, it's a contrast, isn't it, to a lot of the ways the world raises funds. You see some of those GoFundMe or um, even good fundraising campaigns for, for cancer research and so on that I've been involved in, and you get to put down your name alongside the contribution that you make. And if you're like me, you might be tempted to look down and say, well, how much have people been giving beforehand? Uh, they've been giving 50 or 100. Hmm, I mean, it look pretty good if I give 150. And there's that temptation to be seen, to be giving so as to be seen. Telethons. You get on the TV and they're saying, such and such person has given $100,000. See, there's all kinds of temptations, particularly, I think, in this area of giving and fundraising, to be doing things so as to be seen. And if it's not to impress others, maybe it's to impress ourselves to feel better about ourselves, um, He talks about giving to the needy. He talks about fasting. Um, in these three passages, I don't think he's saying, you must go and pray, you must go and give, you must go and fast. He's picking up on things that are happening. Because in a little while's time, his disciples are going to get into trouble because they're not fasting, whereas John the Baptist's disciples are fasting. And Jesus will have a bit to say about that there. But he's saying again, it's a matter of, are you doing this for God or are you doing it so as to be seen by others? If you turn up at church saying, oh, I haven't had a good meal now for three days. I'm feeling a little bit light on my feet. I might just sit down because I've been fasting since Wednesday. You see the attitude coming out. Or when you pray, um, he says that when you pray, uh, verse 5, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Um, Fiona bravely got up here and prayed as we talk about not praying so that people will hear you. Uh, but of course, Jesus isn't saying never pray in public. He's not saying don't tell people that you're praying. How could he be saying that when the Apostle Paul keeps telling people how much he's been praying for them and what he's been praying for them? Now he's getting to the heart. What motivates us to stand up and pray an impressive prayer 
or to flip it, to stand up and give an impressive sermon? What is it that motivates me? Is it that you'll say thank you, say that was a good one? That you won't say, hmm, can you get that Nathan back again next week? He's a bit better than you, you realise? Is, is it to impress those around about us? Or playing music? Or leading in a Bible study? Or speaking up as we're in conversations with other people? What is it that's motivating us? Is it our own insecurity? Is it a desire to be appreciated? Is it wanting people's affirmation, recognition? Or are we seeking to live our lives in service of God, living to an audience ultimately of one, and that is our Father in heaven? Because that's what Jesus says is true righteousness. It's the righteousness that is from the inside and it transforms the person so that what comes out on the outside is so different. Let me give you an example of this from Luke's Gospel. Um, this, this is in Luke's Gospel and you'll hear all three examples. You'll hear praying, giving and fasting. Listen to this. Uh, Matthew, uh, sorry, Luke chapter 18. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told them this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. Now, he, he's nailed it, this guy. I mean, he, he gets all three. He gets to pray out loud by highlighting his fasting and his giving. I mean, good stuff, right? No. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He could not even look up to heaven. But he beat his breast and he said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified, declared righteous before God, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Friends, God's not calling us to hypocrisy. He's calling us to humility. We don't need to put on a show before others to be recognised and appreciated, because in Jesus Christ we are recognised and appreciated. We don't need any more, any more affirmation than what God gives us. God is the one who rewards those who are his children. What a privilege that it is to know that we can come before God, warts and all, faults and failings, and be accepted because there is one person who was never hypocritical. You see, it's only in Jesus, the one who's giving this famous Sermon on the Mount, that we have any hope. Because the one who was never hypocritical gave himself for hypocrites like you and me. I have a friend who replied to somebody who asked him about church one time. He'd asked him uh, to think about coming along to church and the guy said, but the church is full of hypocrites. And he said, well, ours isn't. There's plenty of room for more. <laughs> Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that you'll forgive us for putting on a show. Forgive us for being more concerned as to what others think about us.
than we are about what you think. Thank you that you've liberated us from having to perform, to, to act before others. And we pray that you'll enable us to be people who genuinely love, uh, who genuinely give, who are genuinely humble before you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>